Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 73 of Enhancing the Human Experience. In this episode, we're going to talk about re-inspiring yourself. And I don't have to tell you how important that is, right? If you're going for a goal or a dream, um, want uh, better experiences in any area of your life, maybe in your business or your personal life, and you have this goal, this vision for you for your life that you want, re-inspiring yourself is huge. And I think about this in relationship to what we are, right? Mind, body, and spirit. And I've talked about the mind portion quite a bit on the podcast in the sense that, you know, helping helping to develop the consciousness that we want, that we will have when we're in the experiences that we want to have in life. And living in the end and, you know, thinking from the end and acting from the end and actually being in the end, right? And a big proponent of this notion of being will help us draw the experiences to us or they will draw to the experiences to kind of link them up. But sometimes I think in my own experience, I neglect the inspiration part. And part of that is because it's challenging for me to think in that sense about what we are, who we are, because part of me thinks, and I, and this is influenced from a lot of the stuff that I've read from the like yogic traditions and Ayurveda and stuff from the, the Eastern philosophy that the soul or the spirit doesn't really need any, I guess, tuning up or anything from us or any any reinvigorating or re-inspiring, so to speak. I always think of this quote, and I forget the exact gist of it, but it's something to the effect of, uh, you know, the spirit is like a rider in a carriage, and the mind or the intellect are the horses and the reins, and the driver is like our consciousness. And then, of course, the carriage may be uh, considered like the body, uh, like our physical body. And the soul rides along in there, where it, whereas the driver is in charge and the reins and the horses are in charge of where it goes. But the soul has very little, um, sometimes very little influence on where we go in life, what we do and what we create. Don't you sometimes feel like that? in the sense that your mind can sometimes get you into situations, either good or bad, right? Um, We really realize that when it gets us into situations that are undesirable, and we say, well, you know, that got out of hand. I call it the ego mind or the race mind, like running off, like those horses can just like bolt off, right? And take us into situations where they're not so pleasant. Let's just put it, to put it mildly. But I kind of think of the soul, mind, body, soul relationship based on that quote, really a lot. And and when you look at it that way, the soul is already really pure and really perfect and kind of has a lot of that wisdom. This is why we talk about soul knowledge or soul wisdom, higher being, inner being. That's what I think of what I think of the soul. And so I've always struggled with how to re-inspire the soul or if the soul even really needs to be inspired, right? If it's if our soul has come over, if you believe in reincarnation or like past life experiences or either, or even other dimensions or other realms that part of our soul resides in and part of our soul resides here in the physical world, then you'd kind of maybe come to the same conclusions I have in the sense that, well, if the soul has way more awareness and way more knowledge than we have as a, as a intellectual being or like a, a mind driven being, then how do we really inspire that, right? It's like, how can a, a student teach a teacher? I guess that's maybe not a very good analogy, but still, 
So that's what I've kind of th- thought about. But lately, I've been thinking more about this because ultimately we do need to bring online all three aspects of those sel- of ourselves, you know, mind, body, and spirit or soul, and re-inspire them every day. And this is one of the things that happens when, you know, we get up in the morning and re- recommit our, like, re energize our consciousness, remind ourselves, excuse me, that's a better way to say it, remind ourselves of who we need to be in order to realize our goals and dreams, what we need to do, get our plan, you know, re re uh, remind ourselves of our plan of what we need to be, what we need to do, and then of course reinvigorate our body, get us vitality flowing again, right? Get that chi flowing in there. And then the soul period, some could be, some people say that, hey, meditation or yoga is great for that. And I do agree with that as well. But what we're going to talk about in this episode is some other ways to re-inspire ourselves as we move toward our goals and dreams. Because if you're anything like me, there are days when sometimes your inspiration is really low, other days it's super high. And as I get along in life now, I kind of come to this conclusion that it's really up to us to bring those energy levels up each day or re-inspire, remind ourselves, and reinvigorate the body and bring them up, right? Because if we don't, I think we just slowly decline, you know, body energy can decline, consciousness energy, mind energy can decline, and even spiritual energy or inspiration can really wane, and then it's harder to get back up again. This is really kind of involved, or this is really about the process of like the best offense is a good defense kind of a thing, or maybe I have that backwards, but you know what I mean in the sense that, hey, hey, the best defense, let's put it that way, the best defense is a good offense. And that means actively reinitiating our mind, reminding ourselves, actively re-energizing our body, and actively re-inspiring ourselves. So that's kind of the gist of the podcast. And and I hope that these three ways that I'm going to share with you, and I call them the best ways to re-inspire ourselves, will be beneficial to you on your journey. Because I use these all the time, specifically, well, a couple of them all the time. And the third one I'm going to share with you is one that I've started to use more and more, and I think it's the most neglected, that we human beings neglect the most of these three. You're going to recognize these. This is this is something you've probably already thought about. And you, you'll you'll get a, the gist of what I'm talking about here. Okay, but before we get into the podcast, I just want to get a couple of announcements out of the way, and then we'll roll into it. The first announcement is, I do know that you like interviews with people because I see the stats on the podcast stat device there online, and I like interviews as well. And I'm going to be bringing more people on to interview. I just want to give you a little bit of insight into the back end of what what I do and how that has to happen. The software that I'm using right now is a little bit um, time intensive to do those interviews, but I'm working the kinks out of that. So you can expect more interviews coming down the line because I like that part too, right? I love having people share their insights, knowledge, and wisdom on the podcast. And then, you know, I, I think that's just really, really fun. So that's coming down the line. The other thing... I want to announce is there is going to be a change. I'm like 90% done with changing something with Enhancing the Human Experience store. I'm not really ready to roll it out quite yet, but expect some information to come down the line regarding that. I'm making a platform change and integrating some other things into the store and expanding the product line and making it more of a separate standalone platform that I can manage 
as opposed to just a store where you can find products and goods and stuff like that and hats and apparel for enhancing the human experience. Now, you'll still find products that relate to enhancing human experience. All the original products are still in there. They're just going to be branded a little bit different. But this, this new platform is in alignment with everything else that I'm doing, but it's more defined and I like it a lot better. I think it feels a lot better than just enhancing the human experience store. So that's coming down the line and I'm really, really excited about that to roll that out with all these new products and this new kind of theme and platform for that online presence. It's still You still can get to it through all the channels that you were able to prior get to it, but it's going to be changing a little bit. And last but not least, I want to remind you, if you want to connect on any of the social media, I would love to connect with you. My uh, social media is at gmarkphillips. The only anomaly is Facebook, and that is at gmarkphillipsfan. So if you want to find behind-the-scenes pictures and quotes and even 60-second clips of all the podcasts, I usually pull at least one, sometimes two or three if I have a guest, and put them up on my Instagram at gmarkphillips, and it floats over to, it pushes over to at gmarkphillipsfan on Facebook. So you can see, catch little glimpses, because I know you don't have sometimes the time to listen to a whole 30-minute or an hour-plus-long podcast. And so I try to pull the main nuggets of information out from my guests and put them up on there in 60-second clips. And if it's an hour or so long, I probably pull four or five up and put them there. And I also want to remind you, you can also find those clips on my YouTube channel, which is at gmarkphillips, excuse me, <laughs> my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. So go check it out. If you want to connect and subscribe, that would be totally awesome. All right, let's get back into the show here. So these three things, I think I've kind of laid the foundation for why it's important. And I don't need to convince you of why, because you know it's why. You know the why, right? Mind, body, and soul. We're bringing up the energy, the inspiration, and the consciousness of all three aspects of ourselves. And we're reinvigorating that every single day. So the first one is... These are the three best ways that I've discovered, and I would love to get your feedback. You know, either on my YouTube channel, you can comment, or on my blog post, gmarkphillips.com. But these are the three best ways and the favorite ways that I have found. The first one to re-inspire yourself is to look at pictures and stories of people who have accomplished their goal and dream, who have done what they set out to do, despite all odds, right? We all know people like that. Some of the ones that come to mind initially right off the top of my head are Sylvester Stallone and specifically when he was, you know, when he wrote the script to Rocky and when he was trying to pitch it to the movie studios and there was some kickback in the sense that, hey, you know, we like your script. We don't want you to be in it, that sort of stuff. And he held firm and he said, you know what? The script and I are one package. We, we either all go or no one goes. And he, there was a point in time, from my understanding and reading his story, that he had held fast to his you know, decision that, hey, it's a package deal. If I don't get the part in Rocky, then you don't get the script. And that was pretty bold to do, considering he was not in good place financially at the time, from what I understand from the story. And so, but he held firm and he held strong to his belief and his uh, decision to do that. And of course, we know how that all worked out, right? Rocky's a good one. Another one that I think about is the founder of Poopery. I know that's kind of a funny product, but she was, had a 
done a couple of different entrepreneurial adventures, entrepreneurial ventures, and was kind of burned out, you know, struggling, not really finding the groove, things weren't happening. She had was, you know, uh, a lot of money in debt, had invested a lot of money in these ventures, and kind of was at her breaking point and did, in fact, kind of give up. And guess what happened? That's when the inspiration for her product, Poopery, came out and massive, massive success. And of course, they created really in really awesome commercials that are really well branded and really creative to push that product. And, you know, when they started making the commercials, orders flooded in so fast and so much that they couldn't fill those orders. And they actually had to send people emails saying, hey, we didn't expect this many orders to come in. Can you give us some time? And all of the people gave them some time. She said there was like one or two persons that said, no, I want to cancel my order. But out of this millions of dollars of orders that they got, they just asked for a little more time and it happened. So that she really inspires me with her story because here's how I think about the inspiration part is when we're struggling, that's when we need that inspiration. And so if you find someone who's struggled worse or been in worse situations, then they're going to inspire you when you're in a situation, right? When you're in a not so uh, pleasant situation, maybe things aren't working in your business, maybe things aren't working in your personal life, on and on, right? The, the other two that I want to share with you is, we all know this guy, right? Robert Downey Jr. You know, he was a huge star in the 80s, faltered a little bit and had some uh, not so pleasant times, right? Wasn't doing so great in his business or his personal life. But guess what? He turned his life around in a big way. And I think about his transformation as well. And of course, now he's a huge, mega successful star and realizing his dreams, which I'm assuming are his dreams. These are He's living in a really amazing life. But looking at that transformation, to me, is really inspiring. So he's another one that I think about all the time. And last but not least that I want to share with you here is uh, Tyler Perry. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan of Tyler Perry's work, you know, the Medea series and some of his other, uh, I guess he has what, uh, shows that are the haves and the haves nots. Those don't resonate with me so much, uh, but they are hugely popular with a large number of people because he's very successful. And a number of years ago, I'm not sure how many years ago it's been since he built his uh, studio, I think it's in Atlanta, and it's on a number of acreage. You know, he can he has the theater there, and he can film there, and he can make his productions. And it's basically like a big production studio. It looks like something you'd find in L.A., but it's in Atlanta, and uh, he's got this great entry wall as you walk in. And I see this online when I when I look more into him because I'm he's I'm really inspired by this guy, and I'll get into a little more why in a moment. But he's got this great wall and it has like waterfall cascading down and it's got this quote and this image and, you know, it says Tyler Perry Studios and there's this quote there, which is his mantra for his business and his life. And it said, and it says, the place where even dreams believe. And that is hugely inspiring to me. And if you're not familiar with his story, you should go on YouTube and Google some of him and get some of his story and find out how, what he came from. But Here's a guy who was so committed and so dedicated to, he wanted to be in plays. He wanted to be on stage. He wanted to, you know, he's a writer of his plays. He acts in his plays and that's what he loved to do. And so much so that he actually kind of extracted himself from working 
a job and put all of his time, money, and energy into writing and producing these plays. And for a number of years, he says it himself, no one showed up. No one came to his plays. And to see him come from that situation, I think at one point in time, he was living out of his car. He was failing over and over again. No one was coming to the place year after year after year, except for his family, of course, but no one was coming. And he was failing and failing and failing. And finally, right, things started to turn around for him and he started to get some wins. And of course, look at where he is now. You know, I think I read years ago, a couple years ago in some magazine that he is one of the like top, most uh, highly paid producers, actors, persons in the Hollywood, in the entertainment industry. And I don't know what level he was at or what what position he holds, but he's very influential in that industry and has now huge following. Um, lots of people love his stuff, but I really love his story because I find his story to be really, really inspiring. And so as you can see, the commonality in all of these stories and scenarios I'm telling you is that these are people that were quote unquote, down and out, right? Things weren't working for them. Things were not going their way. They were not realizing their goal and dream. But then through fate and through developing consciousness and positive optimism and all the things that we talk about on the podcast, they realized their goal. And I might add, because I think it's important, that Tyler Perry credits the grace of God for helping him or allowing him to realize his goal. He's very faith-based, right? And so he cre- he says, hey, the only thing he that, that he did was do his work and show up and do his work every day. And he really does give that credit to grace. He's saying, the grace, by the grace of God, it happened. And that he inspires other people, I'm one of them, with his story. Because it's very influential when we see people who have flipped their lives from not living their dream to living their dream and coming through that whole process. Because we're all on that journey, aren't we? We all have set a goal for ourselves and we're moving toward that goal. We have to work in our consciousness. We have developed the vision of our of that experience and we pull the experience to us, the experience, and uh, we move toward the experience. This is the being and the doing that I talked about a couple podcasts ago where we're like bridging that gap. But when I look at stories of other people and hear their struggles and their strifes, that really inspires me. So I print out little four by six pictures. I go down to Kinko's and print out little four by six pictures of that person. Maybe some other, uh, I add in some other graphics or something that kind of tie in with their story. And I keep those in a stack on my desk. And I look at them very, very frequently because I need to inspire myself as I'm realizing my goals and dreams and pushing into the desires that I want. So that's the first way that I feel is one of the best ways to inspire ourselves is look at the stories of other people. The second way, this is going to be something not new to you, but it's to visualize your own outcome, your desire. So this is like tuning everything else out, everything else everyone else has done, and living in the end, getting the consciousness of already having the experiences we want to have, of already being in the circumstances, all surrounded by the circumstances we want to have, and doing that periodically and consistently every single day, at least for a while, right? What do we know about manifesting and about creating the experiences we want? It's that consistent application, just like going to the gym, you know, it's the consistent attending the gym and consistent lifting of the weight or doing the exercises that bears the fruit 
of a more healthy, strong body. Well, if we're developing consciousness and we want to develop the consciousness of the experiences that we want to have, then we have to do that every single day. And I'll be honest with you, I falter sometimes at this. And I know that I've faltered when I start moving in my consciousness away from or off track from my goals and dreams. And I start to get a little discouraged. I start to get a little bit, my energy starts to drop. But when I get more in alignment and I do this second step, which is visualizing, and I should say feeling into the experience and feeling from the experience and feeling like the experience has already happened, like the circumstances are already there, then I get super inspired, I get super energized, and I just tear into my work that I have in front of me. But it's that living in the end and really going beyond, I want to really want to stress this, going beyond visualization. This is what all the manifestation gurus talk about. I have a pod, not a podcast, but a video early on, like a couple years ago that I did, where I talked about five manifestation masters. And one of them was Wayne Dyer. And his statement sticks in my mind very clearly all the time. And he says, you've got to continuously contemplate yourself as being surrounded by the situations and circumstances you wish to produce. Continuous contemplation. And so you know, that's that's way more than just hitting it a couple times a day, like going to the place in your mind where you are in that experience. He's saying, hey, live in that experience all the time. And I totally agree with that. But sometimes that can be that can be like going to the gym and going all out just from like one day not going to the gym for maybe two years and then going to the gym and like lifting really hard. That could that could be a very abrupt change for most of us. I know it can for me. Or exercising very hard, I should say. So that consistent application of visualizing and feeling from the experience as it's already happened. So that is my my second favorite way. The third way is also really important and sometimes I think the most neglected. I know that I don't give this one as much love as it as it deserves because it is very powerful as well. And the third way to re-inspire yourself is to look at what you've already accomplished. Look at what you've already achieved and already done in your life. I think from my own perspective that we don't do that enough. We're so focused on what we want and the desires that we have that we forget how far we've come. And we're, you know, we're future oriented, ideally, right? I say that with a little bit of uh, humor because sometimes we're past oriented and we're recreating our past experiences over and over again, but that's a whole different thing. But for most of us, we're, we, we want something. We're striving toward a goal, right? We have our vision of our life experience that we want and we're working toward it. And that's awesome. That's how it should be. But from time to time, if we want to re-inspire ourselves, this third way I find really beneficial because we turn around and look at all of the goals and accomplishments we've already achieved. And that helps us to feel better about where we're at and to feel that we're making forward progress because sometimes if we look at our goal and it still seems very far away, we can think, well, I'm not making any progress, maybe over months or years, and it can be discouraging. When we turn around and look at the goals we've already accomplished, the big things we've already done in our life, and I'm talking, go all the way back to when you were a kid. All of that matters, right? There's no point in time when life is like, okay, anything past this point in time doesn't count, and you can't count it as an accomplishment or an achievement to make yourself feel better and re-inspire yourself as you work towards new goals. All of it counts, right? Any hard thing you've ever done, any... uh, 
accomplishment you've ever done, whether it's in grade school, high school, college, if you went to college, in business and life, in your personal life, any battle that you've won, any dragon you've slayed in your own life, that counts. And I like to take it a step further and make a make lists of those things, right? Because when you get discouraged or need some inspiration, you get out the list and you say, you know what? I I have accomplished that. I can do this. I have faced this challenge and I did overcome it. And then re-inspire yourself, right? Hugely beneficial. The list thing I think is really powerful because if we're left to the own devices of, of our mind, the mind... While it's prone to forget, that's for sure, and writing stuff down puts it on paper and we can get it. I keep it in like this personal development binder to re-inspire myself along with those pictures of the individuals who have done amazing things and accomplished amazing things. But get out that list and maybe even on a daily basis, just note it and thumb through it and, you know, realize that, hey, you have realized a lot of accomplishments. You have done a, a, a face challenges and overcome situations and then go back to work on your current goals and dreams. And it really does link the two up because the way I look at it is you're pulling energy and you're pulling positive ex- positive like consciousness and well-being from the experiences that you have had and have, you know, have overcome and have won, have had success in, and you're feeding that into the experiences that you want to have. Mark Victor Hansen talks about this as well in his personal development routine, and he writes everything down in his future journal of the things he wants to accomplish. And as he accomplishes them or has accomplished them, he puts a check mark by him and he writes victory. And he keeps that in the journal, right? You don't want to get rid of that because that's going to inspire you when you move towards your other things. And that's what he says. Hey, I look through this thing and I see all these victories and it makes the things I want to have become really clear and really achievable because he says, well, I've already got all these victories. It's going to happen eventually, right? As I put the time and energy into it and develop that state of being, develop the state of activity that's going to make it happen. So that's the third way is to realize and remember what you've already accomplished. So just to clarify and go over one more time, one is to get pictures and stories of people who've already achieved something, because I like to think of it in this way. I forget who said this many years ago, but if one person can do something, anyone can do something, or if anyone can do that thing, right? So seeing what another person has done is really inspiring. So that's the first way. Second way is visualizing yourself in the desired outcome that you already want, putting yourself in that place and actually feeling like you're already there. That's the second way. And the third way, as we already talked about, is what have you already accomplished? What victories have you achieved? What successes have you had in your life? What monumental challenges have you overcome? So that's the third way there. And I think those are really powerful in helping you realize your goals and dreams and re-inspiring you. So I'd love to get your feedback and Find out if there are other ways that you use in your own personal inspiration and personal development and personal transformation journals or practices that help you realize what you want in life. All right. So that is the podcast. And as always, I really appreciate you tuning in. Remember, you can always subscribe on any of the favorite, any of your favorite podcast platforms, including YouTube. I like going to YouTube myself because it's easy to see all the podcasts and um, you can catch all of them there, including the little 60 second clips. So, hey, again, thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, all the best, health, wealth and success. Bye bye.